Chuck Gordon, Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Still in a holding pattern. We're in a hold. Waiting for Donovan Mitchell. What's the longest time you've ever been in a plane holding, circling a city? Oh, I don't know. It's been, I wouldn't, it's definitely happened to me, but not like hours up there. Yeah, I've been up there for a long time once. And it was because the longest that I can recall was because the city was absolutely socked in with fog and it backed everything up. But, uh, yeah, so we we are on hold. So we're expected to be joined by foggy Donovan, in here. Uh, coming up here shortly. In fact, let's get out to this Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us now, of course, jazz superstar Donovan Mitchell on The Big Show. Donovan, thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, no problem. And we were just talking about what you're doing doing with uh, Donors Choose, and I'm the son and grandson of a couple of teachers. Gordon's got teachers in his life. This is so cool. So we're excited to have you on to to get the word out. I appreciate it. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun. All right. So kind of give us the gist. Give it what you and Clorox have kind of teamed up uh, teamed up to do, and then we can talk a little bit about why you're passionate about it. Um, yeah, so we, we teamed up and obviously my mom being a teacher, uh, for 13 years, I went to public, private and boarding school. So I've seen, you know, you know, different school systems and different school styles and just being able to have an appreciation for teachers. You know, when you work with a, a brand like Clorox, you know, when they reached out to us and said, this is what we want to do. I was like, man, this is, this was fantastic because, um, you know, we want to show our appreciation to teachers. Um, and I think, you know, with Clorox donating a million dollars to donor choose that uh, donor choose, excuse me, um, which helps cover, you know, books, disinfectants, uh, um, food, as well as um, Wi-Fi, you know, for this virtual world we live in and some students didn't have access to online learning, you know, being able to submit your request in on Clorox.com, being able to, you know, just give teachers that opportunity to help their students because we know they do that out of their own pocket anyway. Um, I think the majority of them do that. I think it's about five to six hundred dollars uh, that they take out of their own pocket to help with their students. And, you know, I think for myself and, and seeing my mom teach and understanding that, I think she's, it's something that we've, you know, we're, we're very proud of and, and, and glad to be a part of. So, Donovan, uh, Jake was praising uh, your improvement year by year a few minutes ago. And then he asked a question. What do you think Donovan's working on this offseason? And uh, we were guessing. What, what what's the answer to that one? Um, the biggest thing is shooting off the dribble. Um, I think being more consistent in that way, being more consistent in general. Um, a lot of it is read based uh, for me now, slowing the game down. Because I think I'm at a point where the game has started to slow down. But being able to cut down on turnovers, uh, be more efficient with the basketball. Then also on the defensive end. Um, believe it or not, I have been doing defensive slides because. You know, I can I can pick it up in that end. It's ultimately why I got drafted, as you guys know. Um, but understanding that, you know, being being a better all around player um, in, in many facets, I think that's been my biggest thing. But this summer, majority of it's been continuing to, to be more consistent off the dribble, uh, for sure. Gordon and I were also talking about when it was good and right for you guys uh, last year. It was so good and right. And then some circumstance. We don't need to get into all of that. But, you know, having gone through last year, what does this team need to have or do to make that next step? Um, I think we need to, you know, come in with an edge, you know, a little fire in us. I think we've we've made our mark the past two years. Obviously, we didn't we didn't 
do it necessarily winning in the playoffs, but I think, you know, we're at a point where teams know, you know, who we are. Teams are coming after us, and now we got to come out there with a fire in ourselves and be like, you know, we're here. This is who we are, and, you know, I think we've we made, you know, we brought everybody back, you know, but we've also made some good adjustments. I mean, I, I, good additions. Um, and Eric, uh, Rudy Gay, um, Hassan Whiteside, and also and, and Jared, uh, I think that'll be huge for us, you know, just continuing to, to build, but come out with a fire. You know, I think that's the, that's what this year should be for us, but we got to put the work in. Donovan, I don't know where you got it from, but uh, I uh, appreciate your conscientious manner, not just about basketball, because you have gotten better year after year after year. We know that what your goal is set at a championship and, that's obvious, I think, to everyone. But the fact that you care about more important issues than just basketball has always impressed me. And I'm on the record as uh, backing just about everything you've ever said as it pertains to racial issues, uh, as it pertains to education, like we were talking about, all of these things. Where does this come from? I mean, were you just born with this sort of inner feeling like you had to try and make a difference? Um, I think for me, like I said, I, I went to public school, I went to private school. Um, I went to school in Greenwich, Connecticut to a predominantly white school, but then I also obviously as a, as a black kid went to play basketball in New York city. So I've seen two different worlds growing up as a kid, um, and understanding that, you know, some, some people don't understand what's 30 minutes down the street, you know, and understanding that. So now when I see certain people speaking on, you know, certain racial issues or police brutality or certain things, understanding that being black in America is a job. <laughs> like it's, it's not, and not, not everybody can get pulled over and have the luxury of pulling out their ID and waiting for the officer to recognize who they are. You know, um, I think that's, that's something that I would like to continue to speak for people who don't necessarily have this platform, uh, because if we don't do it, then, you know, who will? And I think for myself, being able to speak on things, whether it's, education, whether, like you said, it's, it's, it's racial views, it's police brutality, it's voter suppression. I think myself, as well as my colleagues throughout the NBA, like we've done a great job and the NBA has done a great job of continuing to speak up for what's right. Um, and it's made it easy uh, for guys like myself to continue to speak because, you know, that's not necessarily the case in other leagues where other leagues don't really allow that or they kind of try to stay away from that. And I think the NBA has done a great job of pushing that and allowing us to use our voice and continue to back to back us. Uh, Donovan, I know you're probably out of town. I mean, I don't know that, but I think you're out of town. But I don't know if you saw this video that surfaced today from Utah Senate uh, President Stuart Adams and talking oh. about the uh, uh, CRT issue. He, This is a quote from him. He said, we have work to do to try to educate him. Speaking of you, let's get after him and let's go tell him what we're doing because I don't really think he understands. Do you have a response to that? Because I, I wrote a whole column defending your point of view on this, and I think I would trust your views on race more than I would Stuart Adams. What, what do you think when you have to deal with leaders, legislative leaders like that? Uh, Gordon, to be honest with you, um, I'm really focused on helping out with teachers in school, you know, and being able to create that great of an environment. You know, I don't want to give an answer to him Right, right now, I don't want that to be the story. Um, I think the biggest thing of what we're doing is through Clorox and be able to give back to teachers, especially with being a lot of kids first day in school. Um, so that's just, I, I don't want to answer that right now. Um, I will 
speak to that, but I, this is something where I'm really putting my heart and soul into speaking to teachers and speaking back to helping out kids. So I don't want that to kind of take away from what, what, what we're doing here. That's okay with you. Yeah, I respect that, Donovan. Uh, let's talk sometime on down the line. I'd love to hear your point of view. For sure. On a lighter note, Donovan, and we know that your time is limited, but I've got to ask about this because Joe Ingles comes on our station once a week during the season, and he brought up a hitting contest and a bet, and I've got to ask you <laughs> if that happened and how it went. It has not. Um, we um, we will – I think we're going to do it this training camp. Um, so for those of you fans who don't know who are listening, it's a bet that Joe said we were sitting on the bus – playing somewhere and he said I said if I had 10 pitches to throw he said he'd be able to hit one of them um and I strongly disagree you know I'm <laughs> humble about a lot of things but I was a really good baseball player um and so I don't think Joe stands a chance so the bet was I think the money goes to one of our charities I forgot how much it was don't worry he'll he'll let you know <laughs> uh when he gets on but um we're doing it for a charity I think we should have done it in the stadium but I don't think that'll be the case. <laughs> um, but that's a um, that will happen. And um, it's it's I haven't thrown in a while, so I'm gonna probably start warming up. Then that y'all reminded me of this. But I will. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna touch any fastball, curveball, changeup, whatever I got for him. Another issue where I agree with Donovan. Another <laughs> issue. Joe has no chance there, Jay. No, it's that's gonna be. Do awesome. you have a, Do you have a message, uh, Donovan, to Jazz fans? Because uh, people here. Uh, listen to what you have to say, and they're eager to move forward. And what what's on your mind moving forward as far as the Jazz go? Um, you know, I think, like I said, we're going to come out with a fire, you know, fire and edge, and you know, we're ready, to, ready, to, ready to work. That's the biggest thing. We haven't necessarily gotten to where we want to get to. You know, we've had we've put together some good seasons. You know, and there's some seasons where I come home and people forget that we lost in the first round of Denver, but based on that first round, you thought we went to the conference finals, but you know, as, as, as truthfully as we haven't. So we, we, we got some work to do and we're going to, we're going to put the work in as a group, not just myself. We, it's going to be take all 15 to 17, however many there are of us. And, you know, we're, we're going to do it. You know, I think that's the biggest thing and I'm excited for this year and let's get to it. Donovan is teaming up with Clorox uh, with a million-dollar donation to Donors Choose, getting funds to teachers to clear their supply wish list for classrooms. Uh, great cause, Donovan. Thank you for coming on our show, and it's our pleasure to help you get the word out. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Jazz star Donovan Mitchell. Again, it's DonorsChoose.org if you want to get online and find out what they're all about. But, uh, Gordon, I, I said this earlier. I know a lot of teachers. I've got a lot of teachers in my life, and every single one of them mm -hmm. go out of their pockets for extra supplies for their kids just to, just to be able to do their job. And so I think this is a really, really cool cause. So I'm here, stoked here. he was able to come on the show and uh, get the word out. No doubt. Uh, again, Donors Choose. Dot org donors choose dot org Gordon yeah uh, you you uh, asked Donovan about it you wrote a column about it uh, Donovan his name came up in Utah politics today and uh, I respect his answer that he he will get into it but uh, he was here for the teachers today. I have no doubt that he will talk about this and that he has strong feelings it's something he's educated himself about he didn't want to talk about it right now because of what you said and uh, yeah I get that. But I felt like we had to ask him because he's important. He's important to this uh, this state. He's important to the city. 
He's important to people here, and I think he's done a fantastic job of getting the word out about what's important, like he, he mentioned there with race issues and with um, uh, you know social justice and, and po- police uh, situations. I, he's a man worth listening to, and I, and, and I listen to him. So uh, some on-the-court stuff he was talking about, he did. And by the way, you did steal my question. I told you the one thing I was going to ask him uh, that I, right out of the gate. As and, usual, and you I just snare my question. As, as usual, I wasn't paying attention to what <laughs> yeah, you I said, know. You know. I could tell. I had to scramble, come up with what I was going to ask next. Oh, your question but, was <laughs> absolutely spot on, man. I did, no problem. But I, I did say that. I said, wow, the first basketball question I'm going to ask him, what's he got going in the lab? And then... Bam, right out of the gate. All right. Ten bucks. That's all right. Ten bucks on the barrel for you. It's on the barrel. (laughs) That's going back to an old bit. No, no, no. I I think, honestly, basketball speaking, it was the most relevant question. So whoever asked it, I'm just teasing you. But I I thought his answer was was really good. And, he, you know, we've never arrived, right? So we went through a list of some things, reads and stuff like that that we've heard in the past and then kind of chuckled and said – yeah, a lot of defense in there, too. So he he did give the answer, I think. Uh, uh, he should give and needs to give, and he should be working on that part of his game. Yeah, I, and not just the defense, but taking care of the ball, uh, seeing things on the court. Yeah, yeah, what you would expect him to work on because uh, those are the things he needs to work on in order to elevate his game to uh, the highest level. And that's what I think he has in mind. That's what Donovan Mitchell uh, wants to be. He's got a lot of pride. We talk about that with Rudy. He's got a lot of pride. Donovan is a very proud man, and he he doesn't measure himself against the rank and file in the NBA. He measures himself against the greats, and that's why these guys are so motivated to continue to improve. Well, accountability, right? You know, feel accountable to your team, to your role on the team, to your coaching staff. That you know, this is your job, right? It's it's his job. It's you know, you could throw Rudy into these thing, these same things that we're talking about. Right. Rudy, in one off season, turned his hands, which were to his de- detriment, you know, into a serviceable weapon in one off season, still and he's continued to, to get better. Yeah. It's still not perfect, but you remember, Gordon, at the end of one season, you couldn't play him because he couldn't catch. That's a bit of an issue. And I, I'm being a little extreme because it was that year that he had the breakout year where he was blocking the shots and, and all of that. But it was obviously a glaring hole in his game. And he came back the next year because he understood. He did the same thing with free throws, right? It's accountability. And I think the good news for Jazz fans is that Donovan has it, Rudy has it. Doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect and all of a sudden going to be the perfect basketball player. But there's self-awareness there right. and there's coachability there. And, and I the think fact, those are important. The fact that Donovan is three or four years younger than, than Rudy um, it, it gives you the idea that maybe he can even make more improvement because he's still relatively young. So, yeah, he's got time to make that happen. And then I had to ask him about the bet, the ba- the baseball bet, because our show, our station's a part of that. Joe Ingles talked about it on the morning show. It was supposed to happen right after what? What was it, Austin? Like right after the year last year? And I guess it never happened. Little update: They're going to do it in camp. But. Now, if I know Donovan right, he, he said he hasn't thrown the ball much lately. He's going to be out on a mound chucking the ball left and right, probably have a pitching coach along with him to make sure he's in top form. Now, here's the thing, and I don't think Donovan got into this rule. It has to be fair. 
So I think Donovan said just get the bat on the ball. No, it has to be fair. So Joe can bunt it or swing away or whatever, but it has to be fair. So I think, By fair, you mean inbounds. In, yeah, because I think Joe could get the bat on the ball. Because it ain't going to be fair. Because let's, yeah. let's talk about the bet. Because Donovan, qualified baseball pitcher, but the standard not that high. Just get the ball in play. <laughs> right? Yeah, but what do you do as a, as a pitcher when someone squares around a bunt to try and get a hit on you cheaply? Yeah, but that You brush that, them off. That, and that's not so easy either. You know, that's not as easy as uh, some might think. I'm saying well, if the, Joe squares around, Donovan's going to come high and tight, and he's not going to square around again. Well, what's, what's going to hit him in the eye and put him out for the season? I can't remember what the strike Don't make a bet then. What the strike parameter was, too. I think they have to be strikes. I can't yeah. remember. There was something there. But I, I would bet on Donovan, and I, you could tell he's confident. But really, to Joe's, to Joe's defense, all he has to do is put it in play. It doesn't have to be a, a hot shot toward the gap. Still, I don't think hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in sports, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know what, I, you know, I played a little bit in high school. Uh, I Austin probably had a far better baseball career than I did. Oh no! I remember the last time that I stepped into a batting cage, <laughs> and I, you, you know, I'm at the the, the putt putt golf course batting cage place or whatever. How fast and, was the ball? And coming? no, uh, I have no idea. But I went into the medium zone. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, it used to be a big deal. I could uh, yeah, go into the medium. And the the first pitch, you know, was smack. And then I go <laughs> swing. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I might be slow a, that ball I down. I might be a little over my head here. <laughs> so uh, it was probably if it was medium, you were probably in that sixty mile an hour range. I don't know. I honestly don't know what because uh, the, the slow Bob's I think is like forty. Had their thing set out. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think that there's a. It a, was a slow pitch. A Whee! unified. Bob's uh, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a standard for slow, medium, or fast. But medium had, was too I had much. A hamburger there once <laughs> at Bob's bat, bat and putt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great bacon on their burgers. There. Yeah. I I did that on a date in college. Thinking, oh, this will I'll be a show good way off. To... Yeah, nah, no. you just struck work? out at the batting machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in more ways than one. <laughs> She's like, nope, nope. I want a man who can hit, <laughs> who can hit that medium. Like speed that would have mattered yeah, anyway. Right. But my See, dumb college brain was like, this will be thing, impressive. Though. Austin was had his mind on baseball, and he wanted to get to at least first base. Why does it always have to go that way? Here we're having a lot of fun talking about it. Because he referred to it. He said he struck out. In more ways than one. In more ways than one. Come on, on, listen to what he says. I opened the door. It it doesn't mean he has to double down on it and, and like, bring the show to a halt just to point it out. I opened that door but kept the chain on it, you know, just peeked out, and and Gordon was like, Kablammy! Listen up, Jake, you're in danger. (laughs) He can't steal PK's insults. It was a joke. Stealing Jake's questions and PK's insults. Totally stole my question. That was pretty funny. Jake gave you the worst look I've ever seen. I know. He's over there in gyrations, and I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? I literally said, you know, Gordon, the first thing I'm going to ask him about basketball is. I was going to wait around then, for it. You know what? But you did give me credit. You did say, well, Jake was just talking about this. It was like, yeah, I told you I was going to ask him. Man, talk about an ego. <laughs> oh, man. I No, it's. It was the most relevant question of the uh, uh, basketball <laughs> portion, uh, portion of much. that interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, again, just as long as one of us asked it, it needed to be asked. You're, a, t- right. you're a team guy. I am a team guy. Thank you very much. At least you think you are. 
What's that supposed to mean? Again, the personal I, well, no, shot. I think you are too. <laughs> After, <laughs> sounds like it. All right, we're going to hear from Max Hall coming up next. Yeah, I'll on. be back with the guy who couldn't hit a 40-mile-an-hour fastball. It might have been 40 miles an hour. I'll tell you what, it was too fast for me. I, and this was well, you probably— You were a pitcher, though. You were a pitcher. You were I know, but I was uh, I was always a pretty good contact hitter because uh, I like to credit my tennis background. I always had uh, a pretty good eye. Yeah. You know, I could always put it in play. You know, maybe I wasn't cranking homers, but I could always get the bat on the ball. It let let you know five ten years go by after the old baseball career. <laughs> well, that tennis thing is true. We went to one of those once, and my daughter, who had never played baseball before, she was with her soccer team there, and she goes up to bat, and she was drilling shots left and right all over the place. Everyone's looking at her like, "Where's this coming from?" There's tennis. Got, yeah, there's got to be something to it because you got to keep your eye on the ball. There's some really similar concepts there, except for the bat isn't quite as wide, is it? No, but there's a racket. Yeah, but if you hit if you hit the ball on the wide part of the racket, you might as well not hit it. You gotta hit the ball in the sweet spot. That's true. True. Speaking of the sweet spot, <laughs> beat you to it. I thought you were gonna say uh, so. I thought you were saying some other spot. Oh, you don't need to make it worse. Yeah, dump that. Yeah, dump that. Come on now. Joining us now, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, he had to one-up my my uh, transition there. It just made it so much worse. Andrew, Andrew, you heard what I said. Was that inappropriate? I don't know. But, you know, for radio standards, I didn't think it was super inappropriate, no. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, let's, hey, let's help our listeners, all right? This is a, we all get our laughs, and it's a bit of a delicate topic, but it's it's not one people should shy away from because a lot of people deal with it. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, There's lots of jokes around it, but it is so serious. And some people say, it's kind of controversial, but it's the most important part of a relationship, intimacy. And when ED becomes an issue, uh, it has severe impacts on the relationship and overall happiness. Wasatch Medical is treating erectile dysfunction without any pills, no injections, zero side effects, our wave technology with gentle pressure waves, opens up blood vessels. Kind of like breaking down a muscle in a gym, we build them up stronger. And you can just think what 40 or 50% more blood flow in this part of the body would do to things in the bedroom. Uh, Pretty great. So many relationships have changed, and I really enjoy talking to patients as they finish the treatments, almost like a new person, because this does really affect overall sense of well-being. Heaven help the folks who are putting up with the side effects or the injections. That just does not sound good. Yeah, they all come with side effects. Uh, What happens is a guy takes the pill for the ED for a little while. It stops working. He turns to the injections, which they are effective, frankly. uh, But the side effects, the risks, the pain that come with it are significant. And you're doing it for the rest of your life. Whereas men go through the treatments at Wasatch Medical, it eliminates that. They get the blood flowing in the bedroom where they want it, when they want it. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Get on the schedule, see the doctor, and a lot of free today. Absolutely. If you are ready to treat the root cause of your ED and improve the frequency and the performance in the bedroom, call us today. You'll meet with our doctor for free, the exam assessment, and blood flow ultrasound, uh, all no charge. And by the way, guys come in and just take the free. Without doing treatments, it's totally fine with us. 
you get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom as well, all no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. We'll let you hear a little bit from Max Hall, who was on the station earlier today. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your Cougars at 30 update here on The Zone Sports Network. Here's BYU quarterback Jaron Hall uh, looking back at the 2019 matchup. It was intense. It's a rivalry game. You know, one of the biggest rivals in, in the country of college football. So it was fun to be out there. Um, it's been a while, obviously. So it'll be a little different being behind the center every play, you know, versus playing in various positions, you know, like I did in 2019. But it'll be a football game. You know, we just got to be prepared and, and ready to go execute. It'll be a football game, Gordon. We know that much. Uh, this update brought to you by Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out. DavisVisionMD.com or call today 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports. In the spring, and here she comes back. It's a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. I gotta got thank you, by the way, for uh for uh, picking this band. Yes, yeah, it, it brings back great memories of my 50s. You know, I mean, I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Glad. <laughs> Glad. I always put you in a good mood. I like Sly. I'm with you. I'm not that old. Should we do a little What's Going On? Check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network, or at least one show in this segment. Let's do it. Uh, Max Hall was on with Hanson Scotty. I thought the whole, I, I listened to the whole thing. I thought the whole thing was really good. Uh, you can check it out in podcast form wherever it is you get your podcast. But we thought we'd uh, play a little bit of it here. And I'm eager to get your thoughts uh, as well, Gordon. So let's get down to business, shall we? Austin? Do you, I mean, I, I know you're Mr. Preparation. You're always working hard to prepare for a game. But did you spend a little extra time in the film room? Did you spend a little extra time in practice on a, on a, on before, a, before the Utah game? Was there just a little extra you tried to put in for a game like that? <laughs> yes, but that started about two days after the loss of junior year is when it started. I can't say how many times I watched the game. Uh, I ended up watching wow. their whole season. Um, very rarely did a day, a week or maybe even a day go by where I wasn't even either thinking about it or watching film or preparing or already coming up with ideas. So by the time the game week got there, there was already a lot of preparation in my mind leading into that game of how I could have played better or what we could have done better offensively. And I remember meeting with coaches and doing all that. So 
And again, it wasn't the greatest game statistically, but we figured out a way to get it done and pull it off my senior year. But yeah, after what happened to me my junior year, I was on a mission, man, for sure. So, Coach, if I'd have told you um, after that game, if I'd have told you 2021, this will be the last win that BYU will have coming into the 2021 season, would you have even believed it? I would not have, no. Absolutely not. Um, Not for that long of a period of time. Um, I I think, I I mean, I – I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the years leading up to me and then my years, it was always pretty much a battle. It wasn't too one-sided during that period of time. I think in kind of the 90s, early 2000s, it was back and forth a lot. And I just never thought that one team would get to the point to where they're going to dominate the game for a decade. I mean, I know it's been 12 years, but it's nine games, right? Am I correct on that? Yep. Nine games that that, that we've lost. So... um, I would never have guessed it. Uh, it's it's crazy to me that we're even here. Um, however, I'm, I'm I'm hearing good things, and, and I, I like our where we're at going into this game. And maybe this is the year where we can turn it around. I'm sorry, I've got to ask you this, and I know that uh, I'm sure you've been asked this by a bunch of people, but. Walking into that postgame press conference, were you pretty much bound and determined to say what you want, what you what you needed to get off your chest? <laughs> I was like a bull seeing red. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, there was nothing else going on. Charged up. Um, I had I had so much emotion going through me the year leading up to the game, the week, the day, um, and then all the emotion of what happened after the win and the and rushing the field and everything that happened there. And I think it all just spilled out finally um, a, a year later. And, you know, I had kept in some of that, whatever you want to call it, hate or frustration or just whatever for a year. And um, that's when I told you earlier when I said it was personal. That game was personal to me. That was more than a football game. That was something bigger. And so, um, yeah, I definitely was still seeing red going into that press conference and, I think I remember even apologizing to Duff as I was walking in there. I just said, hey, Duff, I apologize in advance. And he, oh, that he was tried, the other thing oh, I was going to ask. That's legendary. See, I, I, I thought that was like an urban legend. I didn't know that yeah, it actually happened. I'd heard that somewhere that you had said you had given Duff a heads up that it was going to get real. But I didn't know if yeah. that was going to be my next question, if that actually happened. That, yeah, I did say that. I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth, to be honest with you. Um, I just know I was still fired up, and that's what ended up coming out. So um, part of it I misspoke. You know, I, I think the biggest thing is when I called out the whole university, that was wrong for me to say. That was absolutely wrong. Um, but it was directed mainly towards mainly towards the fans, if I'm being honest, and, and what had happened to me and my family the previous year. So it all came out, man, and um, the emotions of, of leading up to it, the emotions of winning the game, and um, so I tell people all the time, though, those comments have kept me uh, almost in legendary status because no one will forget those same comments. <laughs> and then guys like you, every Utah week comes around, I'm getting phone calls like crazy. So it keeps me, I guess, uh, it keeps me somewhat important around the BYU community. So I'll take it. <laughs> there's, there's no question it does, Coach. But obviously, you know, things have gone so well for you. We're so happy that you are where you are coaching with coach Detmer and, and having a blast and doing your thing uh, before we let you go is, is Jaron Hall 
does he have it? I mean, does he have that it factor? Because, you know, that, that edge you played with, that's the edge. And, and you and I have that one thing in common. You know, we both won that game our senior year. That was mm-hmm. that, that meant everything to me. I had that same grind and drive, and, and so did Brandon Bowman, yeah. our quarterback that won it for us my senior yeah. year. Um, there's a different edge. There's a different level that you have to take into this rivalry game, specifically as the quarterback that's leading it. Do you think that Jaron Hall has any of that? I hope so. And from what, what I, from being around him, what I've seen and what I've heard some of the coaches and, and players say, I think he does. Um, he needs to bring that to the table this week, though. He needs to make it somewhat personal and take some pride in his preparation, not only for himself, but for his team. Are they mentally and emotionally going to be ready for this game, not just X's and O's? Can they control those emotions and then play with passion like it's like it's all or nothing sort of a deal, right? And I hear he's that type of a guy. He's a competitor. He probably doesn't show it as much as maybe you or I did. Um, but I know he's got it in there. So the question is, can he use that to his advantage and perform Saturday? And uh, at least he's got his last name going for him. So because of that, I'm going to for sure say, yeah, this dude's got it, man. He's going to get it done. Hey, you know, just, you know, from your perspective as a player and now as a coach, is that stuff, are you born with that? Or you can you, can you develop that as a player? That's a great question, and That's both sides question. of that get debated. They get debated a lot, and a lot of people will tell you, look, man, that's something that you either have or you don't. Um, but I, I also think that it's something that you could have, but it needs to be coached into you on how to do it. You know, uh, a perfect example is, you know, a lot of people, they don't want their quarterbacks playing pissed off or with a lot of emotion. I had to play like that. I had to play with a lot of emotion and with kind of a chip on my shoulder, and I played better. Some quarterbacks will play better, smoother, under control. So, I mean, it, it all just depends. But I think if you've gotten to yourself that far to where you're a starting quarterback for a school like BYU, that means you got it. And it means that you, you, you have in the arsenal to use, and that's why you're leading the team going into this game on Saturday. Max Hall, who was on with Hans and Scotty, and heard the the backstory. The the legend is true. Duff Tittle, by the way, is uh, sports information director down there at BYU. Been there for a long, long time. Actually, is Duff's associate athletic director, something like anyway, that. Anyway, Duff's a big yeah, guy. Uh, but how time. how funny is that? That Max going in is like, hey, Duff, batting down the hatches, partner. Why don't we give that a listen? <laughs> so I, we should listen to the. It's got to be one of the most epic moments in the rivalry, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, here's Max Hall's infamous press conference. I don't like Utah. In fact, I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate their program. I hate their fans. I hate everything. So it felt really good to send those guys home. Um, they didn't deserve it. Uh, it was our time, and it was our time to win. We deserved it. We played uh, as hard as we could tonight. But I think the whole university and the, their fans and then the organization is classless. I don't respect them. And, um, you know, they deserve to lose. Class- all right. Take that. Yeah, that would be uh, that would stick around. That would stick around. You know, long before Max, remember Lenny Gomes? Pumped the gas. Pumped my gas. Yeah. That 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 lasted quite a while. But I think Max is outdone him. Epic. Epic post game. You know, it's it was good to hear from Max though. You know, he's a very intelligent guy. He's uh he's had his ups and downs, but it sounds like he has bounced back strong and I I 
I think he's interesting to listen to. Oh, very interesting. Like I said, that whole conversation was really good. I, I thought that last part about most coaches want quarterbacks who are calm and unflappable, and that's not how he played. And uh, I think I think that's interesting. I mean, we all we all respond and, and motivate ourselves in different ways. And, uh, you know, like I had a tennis coach once that said, you know, there's only one John McEnroe. There's there's only one guy that gets to play that well when he's pissed. And the rest, you know, most of the rest of people out there just melt down, you know. But there are those very few that that perform differently. You know, I I would guess more great quarterbacks are the unflappable type. I mean, Tom Brady isn't playing angry. Right. Yeah, but he's fired up. He's got that fire to him. So I mean, okay, but but I I think that all athletes can have that fire to a certain extent. Yeah. But in the huddle, right? You know, when when he's telling his guys we're going to go get into the end zone, yeah. usually the quarterback's not like they disrespected us. Let's go get it back. But maybe Max Joe Hall Montana said, "Look, there's John Candy." Right, right, kind of the the unflappable type. But Max Hall is the winningest quarterback in BYU history. I mean, his way worked just fine for him. Max I think is that's the only interesting. one I ever knew, I ever saw riding a moped around town with a football helmet on. I don't know. Is a football helmet good protection for that kind of thing? I don't know, but it was just kind of funny to see him put the helmet on and jump on that thing and See, here's scoot the thing. on out. I was assuming you were, there was something insightful about his game and what made him a good quarterback. And I think that, go I, right no, no, to, I'm you got to go right to what he drove around no, town? That was, that was, no, he was a cool cu- cucumber. I mean, he, who does that? When he was tooling around town in his Ford Escort. No, it was a scooter. It was a moped type thing. I don't know. It was like one of those Vespa things. I think we knew what you're talking about. With the football. No, you said it was a car. I was making the joke like, what what difference does it make what a player's driving around town in? Who puts on a football helmet and gets on a scooter? I don't know. Probably plenty. I don't think so. I've never seen it. Reminds me of the Mighty Ducks when they're wearing football helmets to play hockey. What are you going to do with him? With who? Austin. I don't know. He just made a Mighty Ducks reference. Didn't they make a TV show out of that and invited everybody back? I don't know. It was the last time I tried to legitimize something you say. (laughs) Stay tuned. We've got a market update coming up next. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The head coach of BYU, Kalani Sataki. Even if coaches did handle it the same, wouldn't you expect your players to kind of feel the emotion of this game and handle the week differently? Yeah, coaches may say, hey, it's just another game, but the truth is everything else outside of them says it's different, right? So the way the fans handle it, it's way different. So I say let's just embrace it and let's have fun with it, man. If we go into it saying, hey, this is just another game, that sounds great on paper and in print, but the truth is we know those guys. There's a lot of guys on this team that are really familiar with them, that are friends with them. I, me and my little brother, TJ, were playing here, and our oldest brother was playing at the U. So that makes it different. And so why would you ever try to change that? The fans know each other. They're in the same households. So let's just have fun with the whole experience. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Oh, hey guys, the big show here for our friends at Trajan Wealth. That's T-R-A-J-A-N, Trajan Wealth. And you can check them out at TrajanWealth.com. But Gordon, one thing I like about our show is I believe we communicate with a wide range of listeners, uh, some maybe close to retirement, others in middle age, trying to uh, build a life with their family. And I, we have a fair amount of young listeners, people that uh, are, are just starting out and uh, trying to put themselves in the best position possible. And regardless of your age or place in life, it is important to have an ear and somebody you can trust when it comes to building financial security. Couldn't agree with you more, Jake. It applies to everyone, whatever stage of life, whatever your income is, whatever your job is, whether you're rich or, or not so rich, whether whatever you got, you know, you got to build for security moving forward uh, in the short term and the long term. And, and, you know, if you find somebody you trust, then you're in good shape in that regard. And you will not regret that. Well, and here's the thing, Gordon. I get overwhelmed by this sort of thing because it's not just one thing or another. And this is one thing I love the most about the folks at Trajan Wealth. Uh, they can do it all right there for you. Uh, when it, They're a, a fiduciary investment management. They can do wills, trusts, estate planning, life insurance, annuities. If you're uh, worried about rollover opportunities, uh, mutual, uh, you know, Trajan Wealth uh, can help you. They can help you stay diversified and make sure you're in the best position possible. So give them a call. They're local. They're here to help you. 801-899-7600. That's 801-899-7600. Or as I mentioned, you can get online, TrajanWealth.com, T-R-A-J antrajanwealth.com uh, advisory services through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, estate planning services through Trajan Estate. That's trajanwealth.com or 801-899-7600. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utes at 50 update. Here's Coach Witt addressing the number of dropped passes against Weber State. Just keep working on it. Those receivers and tight ends that had the drops, some of them would have been tough catches, but some were just plays we got to make 10 out of 10 times. And so just get back on the jugs machine and continue to emphasize looking the ball in and making the catch before you start to run and that type of thing. But uh, it's something that they're drive killers. I mean, those drops uh, cost you touchdowns and or the ability to keep the drive going. So something that we got to correct. I think we had five of them, which is way too many. This update brought to you by Rough Tough. They set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle. And do some business with a Utah company since 1976. Check them out today. RoughTough.com. That's RoughTough.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Holy War is here. Another chapter in the Utah-BYU rivalry is about to be written. And your home for the best coverage of Rivalry Week is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for a market update brought to you by TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how did the markets do today? 
A sad day in the market. The Dow, uh, Jake, was uh, off just shy of 69 points. Mm. It pooped on me, and it was not pleasant. The NASDAQ was off 87 points. Oh, this is a pain in my butt. And the S&P off just shy of six points. He missed the one-footer. Oh, man. Locks could be on the show today. Top of the 5 o'clock hour. Should we play every every little drop we have of Locke? Uh, play that for him, see how he, no. how he likes him? No. I don't think we should do that. All right. Do you think David would enjoy that? It'd be like 40 minutes long, man. (laughs) Oh, come on. He'd laugh at it. I bet you David's going a little stir-crazy. We're ready for the season to begin. What are we off now? What do we got here? How far out are we? Until camp or till the season? Till preseason. uh, Preseason is October 4th is game numero uno. Okay, so. Less than a month. And camp? It's got to be two weeks, right? So, so 26 days till the 4th, and that's what what's camp, a week ahead of that? At least, yeah. yeah I thought it was more than that, actually, oh. but I'm not sure. So it's right around the corner, Yeah, which just seems wild. Although, you know, this this year's offseason, not quite as short as last year's offseason, but yeah, truncated. It's good, because then we got uh, we got football and basketball going, man. That that uh, that fills the, uh, the old sports appetite, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, this is our busy time of year. This is the best time of year for sports radio, and it's kind of the perfect storm where everything's going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything's looking up. Joining us now, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He's, Andrew's going to stop coming on the show. You know that, right? He's, he's gonna, <laughs> he just might, yeah. He's going to stop. We, gotta, but we, can, we can do better. We can do better. We will do better, Andrew. <laughs> certainly I, I would like to renew my advertising. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you help a lot of our listeners, and that's why we do love having you on. And sometimes it's a little bit of a touchy subject, but you guys do a lot of good. Yeah, it is a sensitive subject. Uh, the stigma around erectile dysfunction is what prevents men from getting treatment, in my opinion. That stigma is kind of dangerous. Uh, I read 70% of men with ED do nothing, not even the pill. They don't do anything. The relationship suffers. Uh, we hear from spouses. I think they're suffering as well. If you're out there not performing in the bedroom like you used to, this technology at Wasatch Medical, the wave therapy, is helping so many men. Just think what your relationship might be like two to three weeks from now in the month of September if ED were no longer an issue, if the pill was not in play. That's what you can accomplish with just a few short sessions improving the blood flow, improving circulation, and treating erectile dysfunction at its core. At its core, fix the problem, right? Don't treat the symptom, fix that problem. That's right. Don't throw medication or injections at the symptoms. Uh, We're treating the root cause. Most of ED is caused by damaged blood vessels and restricted blood flow. Uh, These blood vessels are tiny to begin with, even in their best state. And anything can disrupt that and cause ED, and that's what our treatments go in and correct. 801-901-8000. Call, get on the schedule, come in, see the doctor, and uh, you always do a lot for free. There's so much for free, and you can take the free, leave your wallet at home. There's zero obligation to this. Uh, We want to deliver a lot of value. 
you can meet with our doctor. You're right for free. The exam assessment and blood flow ultrasound, all no charge. And this gift, uh, this is worth the trip, guys. It produces powerful results in the bedroom. Really cool. It's all no charge. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Christian Cox is going to join the show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Holy War is here. Kalani Sataki and the Cougars look to snap Utah's winning streak at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.